One of you is a winner and one of you is not. And I'm not going to say who. Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually, the, you know how this podcast ends. We've already planned it. We've known since the beginning. A fight to the death. because that is how friday night lights ends spoiler alert spoiler alert guys yeah and then whoever wins has to dispose of the body since we are uh can't wait burning the midnight oil tonight i know it's like almost my bedtime that's all right that's my fault <laughs> no no it actually worked out great because i had to drive back and and meal prep and do all that so i it was nice to have the time it's actually monica's fault it is my fault it's thank always you. my fault for speeding thank you for speeding <laughs> yes yeah this is why we're speeding oh this is that's a great segue into this texting while driving episode is that what you were doing, Monica? Oh. Texting while driving with your teenage friends in your packed car? Wait, does that happen in this episode? Did not catch the massive disclaimer at the end of the episode with Amy T. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, 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 like yes. yes. Thing. We'll get into it in my film section. The, but yeah, the it was PSA. Like a whole yes. saga, yeah. That was so good. Oh, man. The <sighs> early 2000s. We have right, much bigger well. fish to fry these days. <laughs> texting while driving is not a priority right yeah the after school special is like racism and pandemic stop killing each other right Uh, early 2000s it's like make sure you vaccines work yeah yes they do they better because i just went to my first restaurant on friday yeah you did not ever but in a while what if it was like ever yeah first ever (laughs) I come from an extremist community. Yes. All righty. I will let us proceed. Yes. Welcome back, y'all. I'm Monica. And I'm Carly. And this this is Texas Texas Forever. Forever. (laughs) We have like no housekeeping or fact check and we just, we just do need, (laughs) we do need iTunes reviews. Um, So (laughs) yeah, guys, give us iTunes reviews. We never We're ask for them right nicely. Now. Maybe we should ask Pull nicely. Pull it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's change tactics here. Um, guys, it would really bless me um, <laughs> if you just <laughs> you just pray about it. Blessed um, are if those it, if, who write iTunes reviews. If it feels like it's in your purpose and your plan, um, just pull out that iPhone, you know, if you're lucky enough to have one and um, hit that, you know, five star and, and write something that is from your heart that is authentic. Um, we want genuine reviews. Mm-hmm. And don't That's use it. any horribly profane language because iTunes will just delete it. Not. And then, you know, what was it even for? Right. Who did you, what did you prove? What is it for? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I <laughs> was trying to think if we had anything to fact check from the I'm like sure massive amount of claims, opinions, and pop culture references we made in the last episode. Almost yes. to a, like a point of aggression. Uh, right with KTB but I, do, but I couldn't really find anything I, specific that we were wrong about <laughs> I know when I listen I usually pull up the next doc to like write things in and I I was never prompted to so I guess we were good maybe it was a flawless episode yeah I guess which so. uh 
in 30 Rock, Jack Donaghy, when you do something completely flawless without making mistakes, Jack Donaghy calls it Reaganing. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your purview could mean different things. <laughs> purview. <laughs> well, let's just introduce our guests. Let's get going. Let's do it. Here we go. So Tara Copeland is an L.A.-based actress known for Curb Your Enthusiasm, 2000, Glow, 2017, and the campaign, 2012. She also teaches improv classes and is yet another Gilmore Guys guest we have poached. Give it up for Miss Tara Copeland. Hello! Poach, poach away! Poach away! Poach away! Oh, we are. No shame. We are. We love everyone. Hello. Um, I think my favorite part of last episode with Kevin T. Porter was his Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> slash Friday Night Lights impression. Clear eyes! Clear eyes! Clear eyes! Get loose! My impression of his impression is is flawless. Yes. Thank you for having me. I was so excited. I loved this show in the day. Yeah, tell us your your history with it. I I mean, I really loved it. We all did. It was like the show everybody was watching. And it was so funny because when you asked me to do this, I was like, yes. And all I could think was, please don't let it be season two. (laughs) And I think I even said, didn't I? Like, uh, (laughs) how dare you? How dare you invite me to season two? If you don't invite me back later, I will be furious with you. Um, But, you know, watching it, uh, I mean, I I loved this show so much, except for season two, (laughs) which is, I think, how everybody felt. Um, And I was thinking, like, because that's the first thing I remembered is, like, that there was this one, like, armpit of a season that... (laughs) Uh, the, uh, that happened on Lost. Did you watch Lost? Do you remember that when they like yes, introduced yes. the dailies? Although there and were then they a few just, seasons, like, I feel like were. Yeah, I would say there were. Well, a few. Lost well, was weird in that way, but they had a whole. They had such a major faux pas with introducing those new characters that hadn't been the, there. The other people or whatever. The tailies, the tail yeah. ends or whatever, and they that they just um, erased it. They're I mean, like, they never they mind. like. I feel like there might have even been a public apology of some kind, like where we made a mistake or something. <laughs> there was a public apology. And I don't know Sorry, if that, guys. I should have Googled it because I don't know if that happened with Friday Night Lights, but um, they just straight up season. First of all, how many times have you loved a show and it just it doesn't even get another season? So I don't oh, even know. How gates. did this? Yeah. Uh, how did yeah. this show even get another season after season two? I don't know. Thank God it did. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I don't know how they got just, it either. Their ratings were f- surely not high enough. No, well, the outcry was strong. It was so strong that I think season three started, and they pretended that it never happened. Well, I mean, season yeah. one was so beloved. I think yeah, season I think that one was it. so good. Oh, but wasn't so season classic. one was like straight up based on the movie? I don't know because I'm not. I don't, don't think I cared about not the movie. Totally. But Carly's not seen the movie. I have, but it's been a few years. It definitely. It's it definitely feels like loosely based off of it, but yeah. plot wise, it it really kind of takes its own journey, Does its own thing. Um, yeah, I forgot that I have a surprise for you, really quick, Monica and Tara. Oh, but it's less personal. <gasps> DP, I, I yes. just had one of those with dinner. <gasps> I drink one of those with dinner every night. 
I, oh when I have them in the house, I have it every day. But when Monica and I first launched the show, I used to crack one open every time we recorded. And that didn't last very long. Not because no. of like health reasons. I just am not a consistent person in general. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to crack one open today. There was a Dr. Please Pepper in the episode. Mm, and I can't mm. remember. There, Someone was drinking a Dr. Pepper yes. in the episode. Ooh. Are we allowed oh, to was, it, was it Lila in, um, when they were, she was in the car with the criminal? She was sipping. Oh on no, something. she had a she had a fountain drink. I feel like it was Buddy, but I can't remember where or why. I just remember being like, "Yeah, that's Ooh, right." Because yes. y'all y'all are both from Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yep. So I'm from Arkansas. So football is okay. big business where I'm from too, and, oh, and yeah. where I'm from in Arkansas, they play Texas teams because it's Pig like. Suey. Right, oh, big yeah. suey baby. We had a lot, suey, a lot of friends go to Arkansas, and then I have a bunch of family that lives there. We love, we love Arkansas. You know what I will say about Arkansas in terms of positive things? Um, <laughs> There's not much, but say it. <laughs> I know, but this is one of them. It is so underratedly beautiful. It's beautiful. It That's is what I was gonna really say. pretty. They're yeah. the natural areas. state. Yeah, are, are yeah. Th- on the license plates. The natural state. Yep. I used to live, I lived in Nashville for a while. I, I just moved to Austin a f- couple months ago, but I used to drive through Arkansas to get to Fort Worth and I would drive through Hope. Yeah. I don't know. That's where Bill Clinton know. is from. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. A little town called Hope. It was a big thing in his uh, campaign mm-hmm. to be president. Yes. Oh, and I don't know if this was Arkansas, but I loved the first time I drove back to college. It, there was a little town called Friendship and I was like, oh, I'm oh, going yeah. back to Aww. my friends. I've driven through there cute. before. That's sweet. Yeah. Cute. So yeah, so I did it. I watched an episode of season two you for you. It. You are oh, very welcome. Wow. So much. <laughs> that is a big sacrifice. And this one in particular <laughs> really kind doozy. of has the worst of all of those plot lines that we hate. I mean, <laughs> it does. So can I? Because I haven't actually watched. I only watched this episode. I have not. Mm. Like I didn't watch a bunch of. Listen, I have a child. There's no right. watching you, a you season. Got stuff to do. But so can you just tell me? Um, the Tyra attempted rape. Did that happen in this season or last season? It happened in last season. Mud okay. Bowl. That's um, my memory 20. of it. Okay. And, and the then... guy that they, that they, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the guy. That's the guy that, Correct. was that a coincidence? That's the other thing I don't quite remember. Or was it? No, no so... that was Landry at the gas station with the lead pipe. <laughs> yeah season two opener um yeah, this yeah. happens in this first episode and he knows it's the guy and that's why he does it yes because tyra and landry are hanging out because tyra he's following her and she doesn't feel safe and so he comes over they're hanging out have they, they had the, any coital moments yet they have okay. they, only it as happened recently, in season yeah. three or in season se- three episode three yeah but they, that also started in season two it was like we're gonna yes. murder a guy and then oh my love does swear i didn't even ask out. y'all oh yeah Oh yeah, Carly's yeah, okay. dropped the F bomb twice already. Okay. <laughs> I don't even hear Not it. That I'm counting. I don't even hear I it. I don't either. <laughs> Unless I'm editing, and then I'm like, "Wow, I'm like, I wow. am the worst." <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Okay, so I'll, that's all. Okay, so yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. You're tracking. You're tracking with us. I I am I am caught up. I'm re-caught Good. up. Okay. Okay. Well, feel free to ask us questions. I as will. We get into the, I will. Uh, and I might. And I will. Perfect. Please do. Will, Some of them we might and be I unable to answer. Like, who knows that Jason like, is in fuck? Mexico? <laughs> Unknown. Who knows? Shark he's, how did he is, get there? He's still in high school, right? He's a high school yes. child. Yeah. And he's like 18. 
Am I crazy or in the scene where they are driving to Mexico, is he isn't he sometimes in the driver's seat? He does. Yeah, drive. he can drive with his hands. They do some explain kind of... that because okay. Herc teaches him how to drive in season one and they have um, like adaptations to cars for people who don't use pedals. They like use their hands and stuff. It's actually kind of yeah. cool. I looked into it before. There's all kinds of weird things that cars can do. I mean, I, I definitely yeah. knew that was possible. I just didn't know that that was something that six had learned to do. Uh, oh, so so you just called him six. That's so insider. <laughs> so insider. I'm very, six. I'm very Riggins. I'm the, yeah. I'm the Riggins. I'm the Miranda. The I'm well, the Miranda it. and I'm the Riggins. You may have just no. answered our question, but no. team Riggins, yeah. team Saracen, team Smash. Oh, I'm a Saracen girl, to be honest with you. Same. Join my team. Uh, He really somehow does it for me. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Although, really, for me in 2020, Jesse Plemons is my everything. Okay, same. Yeah. I don't don't know if Landry is my everything, (laughs) (laughs) but I really love Jesse Plemons so much. I couldn't do the Crucifictorious shows. Right. That would be rough to get around. But I know I wasn't attracted to him when I first watched this. And now I, I very much am. Yeah, I agree. agree. Go Jesse. Yeah. So I like I was like, I'm going to take so many notes. And I wrote I literally wrote six things. I didn't write as many as I usually do either. Um, I yeah, I, I wrote I will we'll make it work. Monica, we're going to make it work on her back. I will, I will carry all. I will walk through the the woods. I don't know. Okay. Climb into my so, papoose. <laughs> <laughs> little leslie nope there i love that so this episode is season two episode four backfire it came out october 26 2007 it's my birthday <gasps> shut up october i'm so sorry for this horrible gift how dare they how dare they <laughs> they should have given you a season one episode i wonder your what you were doing i know i know i know what were you doing what year was this 2007 yeah. yeah you know obama that's what else? Yes, what I was. Do- yes, I was doing Obama the season four. <laughs> oh yes, was we were together with Obama. Obama and I were hanging out, talking right. about like, what's it gonna be like? You're gonna change so much. That's what. And he was like, was and he was like, I will never change. Right. I promise, I will never change. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I could have been doing a thousand million things. Yeah, I was so popular back then. <laughs> I probably went out to dinner with my now husband, who was not my husband yet. Sweet. Oh, cute. Love that. Love well, that for you. <laughs> love that for you, Tara. So this IMDb synopsis is, is a little long, so buckle up. Hit me. Are we allowed Here to comment go. or is this, do we need to stay silent during this? No, oh, you may, you may we make comment. fun of it all you the time. Interrupt. Okay, please. Yeah, it's, it, they're always very IMDb, written. for those of you who don't know, it's the Internet Movie Database. There yes. is also IBDB, which is the Internet Broadway Database, should you ever need it. Yes, oh. that is true. My dad often calls it I am BD. It's like, <laughs> when you look up the rating of that movie on I am BD. I am BD. IBSD. IBSDMDB. Okay, so <laughs> Eric quits his college coaching job to return home to his family and the Panthers, but the latter doesn't look very promising. The Panthers. The latter, the Panthers. That when is weirdly coach, worded. It, it's always weirdly worded. He's not the best writer. So no. he, um, he left the Panthers to go live somewhere else to teach, in to Austin. coach them. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Let's catch you up. Can on that. you tell so, me why he didn't take his family with him for his his amazing <laughs> new job? His pre- his pregnant wife and his daughter. Right. Yeah. So toward the end of season one, he gets offered this new job. An amazing and, job, right? Like an a totally job. huge career boosting career-making right. job. Yeah, he's yes. jumping yes. from high school to college. And and he said over and over, this is like his dream. And it's yes, supposed to be, he dream. goes to TMU, which is supposed to be like UT. Yes. Which would be a yes. huge coaching. It's job. huge. Are you it's kidding? Huge. It's huge. huge. And, I know. And he finds out she's pregnant then, or he already knows she's pregnant. So she, he's kind of like, should I take it? Blah, blah, blah. He ends up taking it. Their, their plan is to all move to Austin together. But then... The Tyra thing happens and Tammy is, you know, the counselor of the students. And she's like, I really need to be here, I think. And Julie does not want to go because she's in love with Matt. And now she's, you know, second base with the Swede instead. But um, so he decides to, well, then he, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember. Uh, So then he finds out that Tammy's pregnant. Yeah. At the very end of season one. And he's like, we won state. I'm, I love you. I'm staying here. And she's like, no, it's your dream. You have to go. We can make this work. So she kind of pushes him to do it, but it is, it's obviously not going to last or work at all. It's also like not what real people would do in any way. Right. You, you know, his family, family wouldn't yeah. have. Like, his I don't think you would be like, would over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also like <laughs> there, there'd be another counselor. Also, She's pregnant, so she's going to go on maternity leave anyway. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it seems really, it seems like that already at the end of season one, they were starting to become season two. I think so too. (laughs) Yeah. And I think because they won state, all these things are going well for the show and like storylines are wrapping up, relationships are being mended. I think they just needed a big wrench to put in it. And it was kind of like, okay, well, we know this isn't going to last. So yeah. I just wonder if they had really thought things through or like what the thought process was behind sending coach away. Cause they decided to do that at the end of season one. Right. And that was before the writer's strike. I feel like when they had already decided that Eric would leave. Yeah. So like, I just, I just wonder where that was originally going to go. And if this was supposed, if it was supposed to be like this. They were like, you know what would be fun is if we create an entire plot point that only lasts three episodes. Yep. Right. And, if we and then we, and then the we undo character. it completely. Yeah. Exactly. That's a lot of season two. It's just waiting for certain things to be over that you know are going to be over. <laughs> Including season two. Yeah. <laughs> Including the entirety. Okay, wait. I have to finish this synopsis okay, yes. because we've it's only, And by the way, we've only read one sentence, so <laughs> I need to shut so my hole. <laughs> No, no. Um, So it looks when the old coach fights his termination after only two games. Tim accompanies Jason to Mexico, where a questionable medical procedure gives Jason hopes of walking again. After making an appearance in the Lord's name in a boy's home, Lila takes it upon herself to show a recently released inmate the light. In a boy's home. That's my favorite in a boy's home. In a home for boys. But it's yes. also like a juvie. It's juvie, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. The yeah. jail. It's yeah. a it's a it's a like jail for minors, basically. Exactly. So, yeah. In a boy's home. But I, mean, home. I think it was a recently released and made the light. I think it was some sort of halfway house because when she drove in, it said school for boys, and he said oh, he had okay. been at state and didn't want to go back to state. So I think it was some sort of halfway boys' home. Okay. But sure. it was for sure like a juvie kind of a thing, right? Because yeah, yeah, he got yeah. busted. Didn't They're he get like busted selling thing. drugs? Yeah. 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 Maybe he went to juvie and then that was the second place he went to to like get better. I don't know. 
final sentence. Landry's, Landry's father is called into work. I don't know jail works. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Landry's father is called into work after the body that he and Tyra disposed of is discovered. I cannot believe they disposed of a body. That will, I will never, <laughs> I will never get over it. I will never get over there the fact. There is no getting over it. It's that they bonkers. That they murdered and someone and disposed of the body. I will never get over it. Ever. And it's a tough one. And I wish it didn't happen. And and like spoiler alert, y'all, they just at some point pretend it never happened. It's like such a yeah. crazy all of those scenes where they're like like their eyes are darting to, to police officers. <laughs> when the, I was the like, cops come into the Alamo freeze or whatever, I'm like, oh my God. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> It was horrible. It was so stupid. I mean, his father is a cop. So, like, you're right. if you're going to be weird around cops, you're going to be weird always. Because it's your <laughs> dad, you know. And always. also that plot point, like, makes it even more insane that he would m- murder and dispose of a body. Landry would literally never do that. Huh. Also, Landry was is Landry. Right. He's the he best. Was, uh, you know who would do it? Riggins. Riggins would yes. kill someone and dispose yes. of the body. Happily. And he would think about it again. And it wouldn't <laughs> yeah. bother him. He'd and be he like, oh. has. Yeah. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd, he'd literally be like, what? <laughs> what? 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 Sorry. Make me. Make me. Maybe can, can I get some tacos after? Yeah, at least buy me some tacos. 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 Tim was probably my favorite part of I was of about episode. to say, Tim was... Uh, a bright light for he, me in this episode. A honestly. little comedic genius. He's so inconsistent, though. He is as a character or an actor. Uh, this is a good question. Uh, as, I just meant as a character. He's like, yeah. he's so, um, he so doesn't give a fuck, and then suddenly he gives all the fucks. I've yeah. got to call people. <laughs> I, you know, it's like it's like where is this coming from? Like you're I the. Know. He either cares so much or he doesn't care at all. But he didn't care about it until a phone call in which he cared about it. It's just was so yeah. strange. Yeah. He does make so strange totally. quick flips. And we're supposed to sort of like track what's going on in his head and just. Yeah. Oh, just from watching. For, you you yeah. know, he th- he's thinking about it when he's watching street drunkenly do karaoke. Yes. And then but you that was his turning. better acting. That was it really his, was. like best face acting at least his arms oh. do all the acting he needs to do mm, and I his don't sleeveless mind. no girl his sleeveless I mean, shirts nah, nah. deserve all the awards yes. all of the awards give him every grammy every <laughs> single one <laughs> it's well, guys, before tonight. we go <laughs> yeah we're, mexico, we're jumping we're jumping to mexico we're jumping we're jumping before we go to mexico let's go to texas and do some texas texas things Well, I actually didn't have a lot of Texas things this time around. We spent some time in Mexico, but the border crossing actually felt really familiar to me. I wrote tolls. (laughs) That's my Texas thing. (laughs) Tolls. That's they were. That was crossing the border. I know, but they do show them going through tolls too. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know the difference. (laughs) Thank you. Just checking. Which, okay, but guys, I don't understand. Okay, I have a toll tag, and I have a toll tag app. And at first, I thought it was a balance that I had to pay, so I was just, like, paying it. But then it's like, this is my 
or I thought it was what I owed, but it's actually a balance that I have in there that they're going to take money from, but it doesn't disappear. So I like, don't know if I'm paying tolls and I need to figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Do. That's one I, of the things that my dad's been asking me to switch off of his email and information for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> that and like the phone thing. He's like, have you changed? I got another toll ticket thing in the mail. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I have not updated the info, no. Right, no. I know, I probably owe like thousands of dollars or something. Uh, Uh, You'd probably know. So future Monica, who's editing this episode, get on your toll tag. (laughs) Check your toll tag. Check your pandas. But the border crossing did feel familiar. If you grew up in Texas or spend time in South Texas, you know the border crossings, whether you walk across or drive across. Um, Yeah. But that, and I also wrote down prisons on the side of the highway. That felt pretty sure. familiar to me. <laughs> Does that feel driving, familiar to you? Driving through Texas? Like yeah. Like there's like, thing too. they'll yeah. just be like giant prisons on the side of the road and it'll be like, don't pick up hitchhikers. And yes, I feel like that's definitely don't pick up hitchhikers. Texas. That sign is a, is a sign. Yep. I saw one today. <clears throat> I picked them up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I picked them up. Um, COVID, if you're going to pick, pick them up, up, COVID is the time to do it. You're yeah, going right, to put strangers. Exactly. <laughs> Just give you're them a mask. Interact I mean, with a criminal. Do it during 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 a pandemic. That's right. I mean, yeah, I know I also, y'all don't have COVID in Texas. Right. It no, isn't. No, no. So we beat we beat it. If you fun. had it, you'd you would have to wear masks. <laughs> right. Right. Which okay, but I'm happy to report. Choice. I went to. I mean, Austin. Everyone's still wearing masks. Fort Worth. Everyone was still wearing masks. Yeah. Really? I saw, because like, maybe Grant was yeah, saying. I know. I don't know where he's been. But it's his age. I went to a lot of. Yeah, I guess. But all the restaurants were still requiring them. Yeah. It all looked the same to me, which That's was good. encouraging. And I also put one on when the policeman came, but then he couldn't. He was like, what? I was like, fine. I like, oh ripped it off. I was like, Geico. I have Geico insurance. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Was he um, wearing a got a warning. It's fine. He was not. But he also came to the other side of my car, so we were distanced. I don't know. Whatever. I'd still be like, get your mouth out of my car. Well, yeah. He wasn't. Any, wasn't I probably wouldn't say it with that much force. Yeah. No, I don't think you would. No, I, I, you I, might. You also me. like might not actually say it, but you'd want to. Probably so hard. not at all. Exactly. Probably not. At all. I'm scared of cops because <laughs> I I've never gotten a speeding ticket, so it would be kind of either. like a first interaction for me. It'd be scary. I've yeah. been pulled over a lot, and I've never. Yeah. I know. Bad girl. Daredevil. Daredevil. I know, right? (laughs) Crazy, crazy gal. I'm pretty crazy on the roads, y'all. Watch out. Oh, Um, I did actually have um, two very funny Texas-y sayings or little catchphrases I heard. I think this will be my other note. Okay, you want to do yours? Don't piss on my shoes and tell me it's raining. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was a gross one. Another, that's another very golden southern line from Coach McGregor. That's very right. southern. Very. Yeah. Yes. Very. All right. What's the other one? Um, I love when, because my dad, this is like something even my dad would say, is uh, when Buddy was like, we just got a little hitch in our get along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Except uh, where really I'm from, it's a hitch in your giddy up. Oh, hitch yeah. Hitch in your giddy up is how we would say it. Yeah. Hitch in your giddy up. Hitch in your giddy up. I love that. A little hitch in your get along. I've, that's what the one that I've. It's just heard a, a snag. Lot. It's just a little snag. You've yeah. hit a snag, right? Uh, and it, but you make it cute. A snag, but make it cute. Yeah, exactly. That's all I got for Texas. Me too. Cool. 
There was you... definitely a Dr. Pepper in there somewhere. I wish I could remember where there it was. was. That's, we will that's add pretty, that to the notes. <laughs> pretty deep yes. south. Yes, we will Very. find that screenshot. Well, guys, I'll do my musician's corner. It was an yeah. interesting one. So I love a musician's tr- corner. This is right. I actually one of the notes I wrote down is in several places the music is very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where people well, yeah. are like talking and it's serious and there's just constant weird music in it. I was like, <laughs> this is very annoying. Constant explosions in the sky. Yes. Yeah. But I have a feeling you're talking more about karaoke when you're musicians cornering. Mm. was delightful i have a yes. lot to say about the karaoke I actually yes no i will that is um that is going to be a part of a joke so please laugh later guys i'll cut this out <laughs> setting it up so, now. i'm setting it up now so this um this episode actually had no texas x because we were mostly in mexico so true, true. we had yeah we i want to call out some artists that were from mexico and the caribbean and south america so we had a band called Los Dug Dugs, which I love, from Durango, Mexico. We had an artist named Gabriel Rios from San Juan and Leonardo Rodriguez from Buenos Aires. Nice. So those were... What's new? Buenos Aires! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. IBDB.com. Internet Broadway database. <laughs> Just by the Check way. Me. What if I was like, IBDB. I... I'm getting paid by IBDB every time. I- <laughs> Sponsored by I am IBDB. IBDB. <laughs> you get royalties every time. Or like when, when the head coach to Eric is like, this ain't IBM. What if he was like, this oh, ain't yeah. IBDB. IBDB. <laughs> this is the real <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is fucking TMU. Sorry, <laughs> Patty Lapone. <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, guys, every episode I pick um, a song to highlight. And so this episode had a really cool, just a really raw performance um, from an indie artist. And so I just wanted to um, play that for you. I'm gonna walk No. No. And like... And I'm gonna get right out of there. Oh, street. The worst. And this is the moment, by the way, when the camera like pushes in on Riggins as he's like realizing something might be wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the moment they're drunk out of their gourds. Right. Three is like <laughs> doing he's like super crazy and and all of a sudden Riggins, because he's so drunk all him. the time, Riggins is so <laughs> drunk all the time that he's able to like have epiphanies while drunk. And yes. it just the camera just pushes in and you just see Riggins understand. Yeah. And this then might not this you... might not be right. Right. <laughs> and then they took it that long. Hit you over the head with it because Jason is like, You guys believe me? Riggins, do you believe me? I was oh, like, oh, just... hey, God, we got it. We got oh, it. Oh, can we talk a little bit about J- Jason's frosted tips? Who's, Ooh, frost- frosted tips who's frosting his tips? His hair looks <laughs> frosted. Who's responsible for frosting Monica's those tips? Monica's usually on, on, on his tracking hair. Yeah. Am I wrong? Situation. I felt like his tips looked frosted. I wrote it down. Who's frosting I, his tips? Maybe he got a little sun in, in Mexico. I didn't notice the frostiness, maybe. but I did notice that it is does seem to be more faux hawked yes these days is he still in school 
Is he still a high school student or no? He's supposed to be like a senior right now, but I don't think he ever graduates because I know that he says his name a little later in the season and he says he's 19. So I think he he goes back or maybe season three he and then it's like, I don't want to. I don't like this. And then they don't address it again. <laughs> he goes, and he's so like, he's just not, not like he's no, they're just not in school because Riggins is still in school, right? Oh, 100%. Yes, but so. he is like way past delinquent absences for sure but is he still on the football team so he collapsed during practice with the mean coach and so he's he's has kind of a leave of absence right now but it's gonna he's gonna go over it basically so he's he's kind of off the hook but not really so they're allowed to drive to mexico for a week that's that's what we're saying no like school isn't missing them they don't have parents they have unlimited pto so (laughs) I will say I do think that Tim doesn't give a shit if he gets kicked off the football team right now with this yes, guy. He's very coach. unhappy. I think that we're supposed yeah. to like read that. And Jason just quit his job as one of the coaches because yes. right before gotcha. they leave for Mexico, he goes to Riggins house and he's like, I quit the team. Gotcha. Right. But as far as his parents, I mean, I know. No, I don't but know. I have more to is. say on that later. <laughs> Yes. Are Jason and Lila still a couple? No. Or, no. Okay. Yeah, no. No, they're not. Do you guys that like have you talked about the fact that the two like aside from Julie, the two main girls are Lila and Tyra and how bizarrely <laughs> similar those names I are? I get them it's twisted hard. in my my little noggin all the time. Lila, Landry, Tyra, Tammy, like it's all It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot but of mush. That scene, it, it's 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 so annoying because like you said, they hit you over the head with it. It would have been so powerful because we've all had those moments where we're having a great time and then something becomes really serious and you're like drunk, but you're like, oh God, I'm, this is not good. Yeah. And they could have played that much. I mean, that's what the show is good at, like right. making subtle moments really big. And yeah. they're just hitting us over the head with a metal bat. Yeah. With the, with a lead the, pipe. With the murder weapon. He also yeah. like could have realized it a lot of other times yeah right <laughs> you know what i mean yep, yep, yep. it's like like they've been in mexico for like over a week a and he's days. the one yeah. who's been like let's spend ten thousand dollars on beer and let's bribe a cop like he's the one who is like <laughs> bad bad decisions yeah. weird race decisions of like oh everyone's bribable <laughs> here or whatever right. yeah and he's, he's like the, i know how this works and I now all of a sudden cop in mexico that was the line that he the, said oh. was like, do we do you know that to be true are you familiar <laughs> with the situation and now all of a sudden when they're actually having fun when street is actually doing the thing that he's been trying to get him to do for a week which is like get drunk let loose party girls on your lap that's when he goes hmm something is afoot that's so true something is wrong were you guys surprised that the doctor was american it was like an american doctor right? actually no oh, yeah. but i have no do monica did you finish your music section sorry oh, no, me, i just no, i was like fine, we're in but mexico. i do have a note on that there's so much specifically Okay, well, let me, I'll wrap up this and we can get into that. So my actual real favorite song was by an artist named Jai Utal, and he is a Grammy-nominated singer, relevant. Um, the Grammys tonight? Are tonight oh. um, no, he's okay. just Grammy-nominated normally, but Grammys are tonight. That's the, <laughs> that's the connection there. Um, and he is a pioneer in the world music community with his eclectic East meets West sound. Oh. So this song played when um tim calls lila and he's like get down here 
and it's called Corner. I have to pull up YouTube because it's not on Spotify. Give me a second. We'll just sit through a commercial. Right. We just listen to an ad. IBDB.com. <laughs> Yeah, me too. It's cool. I love that. All right. Well, let us get into the film section. And let's review the tape. I'm I'm cranking it up. Cranking it ready. Cranking it. And okay, it's ready. Okay, so we did have a different director this week. We have Jonas Pate. And he ends up doing a couple episodes in season two and one in season three. So we'll see him again. But he he has done a ton of work, but I didn't notice anything like super relevant. But he did Outer Banks. Which yeah. I don't you know that one? Yeah, it's fun. It's it came out last <laughs> yeah. year. It's like Laguna Beach meets Lost meets like a mystery. It's like a fun teenage kind okay. of beachy mystery. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. He yeah. also did Blood and Oil, which the, the name, rec- I recognize the name, but I haven't watched it. Um, and then I just thought it was funny, but he did the movie version of Batter- Battlestar Galactica in 2000 <laughs> something. <laughs> Love it. But anyways, he'll be back for a couple more. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, the Julie texting and driving thing the disclaimer or psa the psa at i the mean end. some of i don't know some of our listeners might be younger but these used to be on tv all of the time like yeah. a character on the show would get offered a like a joint or something and then it would cut to a psa of like don't do drugs with your friends eat processed food instead I don't know, whatever shit they said. Um, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> yes. Those. Of which one of my favorite like bits of comedy ever makes fun of those. It's in Scrubs and it just is one of JD's like weird dreams, but it's a spoof on those PSAs. And he's talking about how you should never smother your children. And it's the <laughs> music and he's in like those dark jeans and he's like, don't smother your kids. You should never <laughs> smother your kids. Just don't do it. And like the music it. kicks up. Just say the no. The more you know. Um, Y'all, since I'm frozen, I'm going to leave and come back. Oh, okay. You are frozen. I didn't even yeah. notice. I y'all, thought, y'all thought well, I was just like praying. Yeah. I actually thought you were just look like looking at your phone or something. I you're oh, gosh, down. No, I'm engaged, y'all. <laughs> She's engaged. Hang up and hang out. Okay, All right. Well, we'll get out of here. All right. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Continue. Um, I was just saying uh, something I noticed that was just kind of like bad prop design um, is that when Eric finds out that he's getting the new head coaching job in the paper, they, when he, when the camera pans to the paper, it's a, it's like the Dylan daily or something. There is no <laughs> freaking way in a town that size. They have a daily. No yeah. way. No That's way. That's amazing. And like, that's it amazing. <laughs> so easy to just make it like the Dylan weekly or like 
just something in obscure. I don't know. But because it said Dylan Daly, it pulled me out of the moment. And I was like, okay, yeah. come on. All right. Dylan doesn't have a daily. <laughs> did you did you notice that both um, Lila and Julie have scenes where they're eating yogurt from a yogurt container? I was no, like, but Julie no. stood out to me for what for I, was, some I literally wrote. Teenage obvious. girls love yogurt. <laughs> Gotta love that yogurt. Teenage girls love yogurt. <laughs> I know. Do you think that Dylan Daly would have hired Rory Gilmore? No. No. <laughs> She's a terrible okay. journalist, and we all know that. Jeez, we do. Um, I just. <laughs> Never mind, it's too embarrassing. <laughs> I'm back like, in now season you have to seven. <laughs> I know you said that. No, again. Already? Because I keep leaving it on while I work. And I've been leaving it on for noise for Juno Wait, since you, it's been so windy. So I you have... went back to season one. I went back to season back. two. And I'm back at season seven. But... A week later. <laughs> noted. Very little of that was me sitting in front of the TV watching it. I also Still, though, used it. I have not done the show in a week yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gilmore and Office and Parks and Rec are just always on in the background of our lives. I love I've it. Seen, yes, I've seen two episodes of the Gilmore Girls, and they were both the ones I watched for the podcast, <laughs> for Kevin's podcast. I love that. Good to but know. Good to if know. you listen to my first episode, you know why I never watched it. I was like kind of very against the whole mom and daughter as best friends right i I did listen to your episode again because i i've listened the whole thing but i I went back and so at the time it didn't appeal to me yeah it didn't that was a relationship i didn't understand my mom and i I mean my mom wasn't a single mom but our relationship was never like that and even if i had shows like that on in the living room she'd walk in and be like parents shouldn't be your friend you know like (laughs) it was just like not <laughs> like, it was very big... aggressively anti in my house that that whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, I was a big Dawson's Creek and Felicity girl. I wasn't just totally anti all that genre of show in general, but Gilmore Girls just didn't. And I don't maybe it's just the moment in my life. I also was like probably just finishing college or just in yeah. college, and I was not like it just wasn't a, yeah, it just wasn't, yeah. wasn't a storyline that I was like, I can't wait. You know, it, it didn't represent me like something like Felicity did. Yeah. 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 I, I know Gilmore has to find you at the right moment. Cause it I does. famously, famously, everyone knows that <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was it's obsessed on her with IMDb, DB, it's on my IMBD profile. <laughs> I was obsessed with seventh heaven, which oh. is so sad. And seventh heaven yes seventh heaven was good i only watched it like through you i know though, Monica. it was it was horrible and i loved it and then gilmore would come on after we, we, you and i used to tape that oh i know i, I would record on my coming TiVo. home from school yeah and I watching it, it on mm-hmm. yeah your your team yeah. and then gilmore would come on afterwards and i would be like oh this stupid show i just want more seventh heaven so i like hated it because of its juxtaposition to seventh heaven mm-hmm. and then i was like oh, oh this show's way better yeah <laughs> Anywho. Well, th- I didn't watch Gilmore until I was in college, but I was still the right yeah. age to like connect with Rory. But if you hit it at the wrong time, Lorelai's too annoying or Rory's too annoying or the town doesn't like if you there are plenty of wrong times in life to hit Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I haven't found one yet, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, been able to find I'm one yet. on 27. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right after this severe binge might be. Might be. But the issue is that I can't get freaking peacock on my tv i know that's the problem with peacock they need to make it accessible with all things yeah it's not like i have a weird tv i have a fucking samsung they just didn't make an app for samsung and you can't that's get weird. it on amazon fire stick i know because that's what my sister has yeah. and i asked her peacock 
Do you Anyways, this is just a PSA to people. I'm going to start <laughs> tweeting at them, honestly. They're very active on Twitter. Seriously. I'm just going to be like, why has this not happened? I'm sure it they're, will. It, tell them they're they have all the great shows now. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. They're alienating their, <laughs> exactly. their customers, yes, essentially. I mean, literally, yeah. Yeah. Well, they are. I mean, they like it's not that my TV is too new or like the addition. Or, they just didn't do anything for Samsung. It's just very strange. But anyways, back to the last couple bits of our film section. I also noticed a fun little goof when Lila is leaving the jail. And she picks up Santiago. Uh, you can see the police in the background blocking the street for the shot. Oh, that's amazing. Which, like, for a second I was like, oh, they're outside of jail. Maybe it's, nope, no. they're just blocking traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of fun. fun. Um, and then, okay, yeah, the product placement. So those were super common, like I said. But this one was kind of an interesting. There was actually a New York Times article about it that I found that uh, was published right after this aired because it was like they were trying instead of product placement was taking off at this time, Mm -hmm. like in TV in scripted television, but they wanted to do something different. And the whole New York times article is like um, about how progressive this idea was to weave it into the episode of the show. And then to put, so right after this aired, there was this big like minute and a half long all state commercial like right after the show. And so, yeah, it was like they partnered up for the commercial to come right after, but then for the content of the commercial to be woven into the script of that episode. I love it. So, yeah, it was like a weird thing. And there was a a quote from the marketing director or whatever at Allstate, and she was like, what we're doing here is something fresh and new or something (laughs) people have never, you know, it just kind of cracked me up. But and it was created by uh, Leo Burnett, who's a big okay. He's a big marketing guy. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in marketing. I should buy that. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Do you? So wait, that scene where he's like when, when Tyra goes to the <laughs> jail, <laughs> and he's like, "Do you recognize this man?" That whole scene, and he's like. A bad doesn't he say something like a bad man is dead? I mean, he like basically is like a, it, it's good that he's dead. Is it Im- well? He did. He was wanted for two other rapes though. But yeah. is there no like they they just don't care that he was bludgeoned to death? I mean, it's like he deserves. <laughs> They're not curious about the manner in which he died. Yeah, like, I think that it's weird now- that they didn't ask her like that she wasn't a suspect. Yeah. I think it's I think it's believable that she is a suspect and that they let her walk intentionally yeah. mm. because they're not done invest like yeah it should be clear that it's not a he's so when he said this case is closed that he's talking about Tyra's case that she opened oh, when that guy attacked gotcha, her gotcha. Or at least that was my understanding. Yeah. He was like, this case is closed. We know who attacked you. It was this guy. He was wanted for other rapes, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Your sketch matched him. Right. So, like, I think he meant your case gotcha, is closed. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes more sense. But then she should have not been so stupid as to think that she would not still be brought in as a, as a suspect later. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, I loved how this episode opened when Tim, they're, like, in Mexico and Jason's... Um, I guess he's Tim's not pushing him. He's rolling himself, and Tim goes, "Hold on!" And then he grabs a beer out of the back. He's like, "Okay, we're good." Out of the back oh, of the <laughs> wheelchair, in his wheelchair. Yeah. Classic Tim. Classic. Should we get right into the fashion report? Because I was saying that Jason looks 
kind of hot in this episode, but now that you've brought up frosted tips, we got to dive into all of that. He's so sweaty. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> He's so sweaty for so much well, of the episode. Okay, the Swede sweat was way, was way worse, worse. As usual. Right, and it's Mexico. You can't that control your a... sweat there. But it's, I in guess Mexico, I just yeah. am like, <laughs> Street doesn't do it for me. He, nor- he does not he for me He doesn't, either. but for some reason, just this opening episode, he was in that like red shirt and sunglasses. He didn't look good to me. Looked All right, let's open the fashion report officially. <gasps> fashion. <laughs> when we did that last week, Kevin was like, is this what it's like to be on my show? <laughs> I was like, yep. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Um, yeah, I did not love Jason's hat, though. Okay, I wrote, and I knew this would be controversial, that I, I said, I just put Jay's fedora. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it, I but I didn't you, hate I it. I knew it. I knew you would like I it. I did not hate it either, but I think it's because it covered oh. his hair, and he does not have a good <laughs> hair situation. Yeah. It's very early 2000s. I wish, I'm going like, to have to go back and like look at his hair. Like 2002, you know? Also, it's like, he it's was seven, yeah, like bikes in the front. Yeah. yeah. It, but it almost looks like... um hair pluggy like there's something about it that is yes, very i know what you mean mm, yeah i think it's because it's like yeah. so intentionally combed maybe that it looks like hair plugs mm-hmm. I don't something know, is wrong I with totally it something that. is wrong with him <laughs> something is wrong Someone's with that something is wrong. i did think that in contrast jason was looking at his best Okay, that's maybe not best best, but I thought that oh, excuse me, I was like, sorry, <laughs> Tim. Yes, yes. But that's the thing, right? Because Riggins. every single thing that's wrong with with street is right with Riggins. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, it, when it comes to like physical, like oh god, I could just like live in his lips. <laughs> yeah, I, I could build it's, a house kind of in, in, on his lips and mm. just live there. How can he and look just like that? <laughs> How can he look it's like that? Fair. It's not fair to the others. It's not fair to just uh, us innocent women. Right. It's not fair. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> what did y'all think of Santiago's gauges? <laughs> <laughs> I hate those things. Oh, the- <laughs> no opinion. <laughs> They're so gross. They-, they were small enough for me to not care. They weren't that bad. Yeah. They just let you know that he's different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that he's got an edge. Right. He's not afraid to punch a hole. He's in the boys' home. I remember my older brother telling me one time at the mall that he wanted to take a padlock and stick it in uh, someone's gauge and lock it. But, like, remember when people's gauges were, like, I mean, full, like, touching your second finger to your thumb, like, full. I mean, that was the thing. That was the time period where he was saying that. That was the thing to stretch it. had that. Yeah. Anyone yeah. that worked at Blockbuster had giant earlobes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I think it was a requirement to be a mm. Blockbuster employee to have <laughs> that's, gauges. That's why I didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his didn't bother me so much. I yeah. felt like it was on brand. Yeah. Do we find Santiago attractive? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think yes. he's like him. Yeah. <laughs> I have, yes. uh, he is like um, my type. He is. I have a thing for brown-haired men, brown-eyed, brown-haired men, but I really have a thing for Hispanic men. Mm. Not what? all, not every single one of them across the board, but a good-looking like Hispanic man handsome. is like. But yeah. on top of that, like he, the addition of him is such a relief to like the sea of of white white 
Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yes, it's such a like, oh, finally, we're going to admit that Texas has other people in it. Well, it's funny because in season one, they it's not like that. Uh, Smash is so much more active. His family is so much more active in their story. Like there's a whole, a whole episode where his mom is trying to get a loan for a house and she's not being given the same loan opportunities. Like they get into it in season one and then it seems like they stopped trying. I don't know. I don't it's know just what not the, the deal focus is, but right it has now. been yeah. very white for the last six or so episodes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more. Yeah. It's just weird because we know they're not afraid of doing it. Cause right, because they, they did it. We're telling those stories yeah. at some point. <laughs> and they get back into it, thankfully. Well, also, like, I, I mean, I'm from Arkansas. My high school was the state champions of football for years and nice. years and years. Fun. And nice. one of the ways they became that way is my high school. So my town, like speaking of racism, <laughs> my town uh, <laughs> had a South side high school and a North side high school. And the line was drawn right down the town and South side was 96% Caucasian students are, our mascot was Johnny Reb, the rebel soldier for our, they waved, yeah. they had to ban the Confederate flag in Arkansas at football games because of my high school, because they waved the Confederate flag. Like the principal played Dixie on the harmonica. Like it was racist as fuck. And the reason that we, (laughs) that we were so that we won the football games is because they bust the, the football players from Northside. They stole, they literally Mm -hmm. stole all of their um, black football players and brought them in buses to our school so that they could mm-hmm. win state championships. And they got the education That's and the resources kind of, the premise of the, of this book of Friday night yeah. lights is that said that this is about Odessa, Texas. I don't know if you listen to the daily. Oh, this, I forgot to mention this. Oh the yeah. Time. But, uh, the daily just put out, it is in the middle of putting out an awesome the real daily, like, three or not four the part. daily. <laughs> Yeah, not the Dylan Daily. <laughs> the Daily from the New York Times with Michael Barbara. This is Michael Barbara. Um, on Odessa, Texas, and it's fascinating. And they, they aren't getting into these details. It's more about their their pandemic response, uh, among, yeah. but also about football and yeah. race. But that's what the original book, Friday Night Lights, is about, is Ode- the town of Odessa doing just that. Well, that, and, and that's all the why it's like... that is underlying some of these football teams in these areas. Yeah, and I don't, like... Uh, I mean, I guess it's stereotypical to say, but like this is, these were the state champion football teams in Texas. This, this team should be wildly, wildly less <laughs> Caucasian than it is. Well, you they, know, they are, they're yeah. just not focusing on those characters right now. I feel like very 2000s, yeah. very 2000s. Yes. Where's my 2020 Friday night lights. Where's my season five. Ooh. Where's my season four well, season. four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> well, speaking of football, I'm going to mansplain something real quick. And we haven't yeah. done my whistle in a while. <laughs> Y'all guard, gird your loins. Careful, she's wetting her whistle. <laughs> that was so perfect timing. <laughs> okay. So at some point, you know, okay, anytime a football scene happens, I like turn on the captions and I'm like, okay, I'm going to explain that thing. So someone says, I think the announcer says, Williams smash williams on the draw so i looked up draw play and what is the definition of a draw play in football this is an offensive play in football where the quarterback receives the snap and appears to pass the ball only to hand the ball off to the running back for a rushing play 
So it's basically just like a little trick play. But obviously, Smash well, is going out back. of like football brain. You, when you said it was an offensive play, I thought it was like offending to a group of people. Or something. <laughs> it's an offensive, like, Ooh, it's an it's offensive, offensive play. I mean, the oh. idea is that he's not letting Sarenson throw. He won't exactly. let him. He, yeah, he's, totally. he's like not doing a throwing game and he's got these amazing runners, running backs and wide receivers. And instead he's doing like handoffs and he does it over and over. He that's the yeah, only play. Right. So now the other team is just sacking, sacking, exactly. sacking. They know it's what like, to do. Yeah. And in the last episode, he, he would, by the way, firing him for that is not crazy. If you were the no, state champion, like that is not apps. That's not crazy out of the, and that was actually yeah. one of my favorite scenes in the episode. Again, uh, Brad Leland and Buddy's storyline is one of the stronger ones in the last couple episodes to yeah, me, Agreed, but at the end, you think that he's going to cave because the uh, McGregor lawyered up, his lawyer mm-hmm. is a shark. And then all of a sudden, he they, he's like, you know, this is a scam. And then all of a sudden, Buddy just pulls it through. And he's just like, it's not a scam. We don't like how you've been doing things. The player collapsed. They've been getting in fights. Like, you played a bad game. Yeah. And he just dishes it out. And I was like, yeah, Buddy. Yeah. He Get is it. the worst. He is the worst. But he yeah. has a family, y'all true guys That's he's true. got a family okay that shot i <laughs> i know it was bad to laugh but the shot that shot of him when he's like i have a family too and it just kind of like pans to his sad kids like looking out of his trident <laughs> by the way they paid him for the remainder of the year plus a severance package i know, I, know. I was like shut up but You'll that find actually comes that job. comes in though later because sorry monica you might have to cut this out mm-hmm. but in the next episode or something there's a whole issue with with eric's salary because they paid this of guy off of course there is of course <laughs> there that's is insane. that's not that's not that but big he could have he could have sued them i feel like well i don't know it depends on what their contract was originally wait but can i does buddy work for the school isn't he just the president of the booster club isn't yes, that no, also like for the okay that's yeah. the other thing is that that's how it is in the south booster clubs are big big yeah. fucking business yeah. yes oh 100 yep. and they're run by the wealthy white families that was a whole that's yeah nice white it's parents basically is, another, yeah. is a really good podcast about how even at some of the more uh diverse schools yes. the white wealthy parents are on the boosters so like yes. theirs are the, still the decisions that go integrated schools i've been like because i have a kid and i'm living in la like i've been learning so much about integrated schools and and like the mm-hmm. the lean towards that the but basically their booster yeah. their booster club is like a shadow government <laughs> like except not so shadowy like they're straight out in the open like there's there's all the people at the top are running the world Mm -hmm. money wise do y'all think mcgregor's a good actor because that final scene made me think he wasn't i mean he's like i don't coach he didn't compel me that much i don't know it just felt eh, i I truly was like why is this scene here like why is this even here also he like i guess he's gonna come to coach coach's house and yell at him at night it's just like right, i don't think so they do go to each other's houses and yell at people a they lot. do just in the town I just of like is that general. the person he's gonna do it to i don't know yeah well i think yeah. it's weird because there's no way for it to resolve other than we lose a little bit of respect for coach taylor yeah true yeah which i wanted to play this little clip about buddy talking about mcgregor being out eric it's buddy how you doing how am I? I'm in the middle of a damn game. How'd you get this number? Oh, you know, wait. Never mind that. Listen, the eagle has landed. What? 
It's a done deal. We fired him this morning. I just loved it. But everything about that is horrible when you hear it and you're not watching. Like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, whatever. And now when you're hearing it, you're like, what? Sounds like you, the damn Godfather. Like, you know me. He's breathing heavy. You know, you know me. Never mind that. He doesn't answer. It's so Never cryptic mind. and weird. I know. Also, he it's called him in the boss. middle of a, a game. No way. I know. Well, that's so buddy to do, though. Like, be like, hey, in the moment. No way. Like, no way. Buddy's watching that game. Buddy's not calling true. someone in the middle of that game. That's true. No well, is he, way. I feel like he only watches the Panthers. Like, he's he's a football fan only for the Panthers. That's bonkers, though. <laughs> the, in our, in my Texas experience, those crazy dads are crazy about some college football team. True. True. But I loved that. Also, why is I he did taking love that. I wrote, call? bad buddy becomes sneaky buddy. <laughs> <laughs> why is he taking the call in the middle of the game? That's a good point. Or a quite good question. Or well, I don't think he knew who it was. The guy was just like, you have a call. And he yeah. just but like all of that is weird. All of that is weird. I yeah. know. That's it's the kind weird. of thing will, that a writer writes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. You, sometimes you without s- proper insight. Yeah. Sometimes room. you see a moment and you're like, oh, a writer wrote that. <laughs> you know? I was quite flabbergasted when not only did he have a call, I thought he was going to like go walk to his office or something, but he just picks it up right there in the like watching room. I was like, oh, that phone. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess if it was like his family, they would put maybe would put someone through. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he thought it was an emergency. What did y'all think about Lila getting casually me too'd at the boys' home? Uh, Oh, when they're like. what color are your pants? Yeah. Ugh. First yeah. of all, the Hate worst word, word in the world. <clears throat> the worst. Hate it so much. Yeah. But also, I like her being challenged about like what the what is how is your God here? You know, I kind of like that. Too, like, but also, as someone who was at the very least raised on religion. In what world does someone walk into a room unprepared to answer the question, why do bad things happen? Like, why is there war? Obviously, those are the number one questions that people but will like Lila, drill. Lila's this with. baby Christian on fire. And is but it how really... does she even get this opportunity? Oh, this is what I'm going to say. With also, like, with whatever um, group she's representing, whatever Christian. <laughs> They would not send her there by herself. No. It would not be like Lila, 17-year-old Lila, (laughs) get in your car, drive to jail, and go teach (laughs) a group of boys about Jesus. It would never. She would be part of an outreach group. It would be, there would be an adult with her. Yep. All of that was like, and then like, I'm so, so crazy. How much time has passed that that guy... That Santiago's in that he's in this <laughs> that group was the meeting. Last thing he did in jail, he did was this, that group this Jesus thing, and then he changed his clothes and left. <laughs> and I mean, walked out. And wasn't she Got like? She was like, "I heard you were getting out today, or something." It's like, who told you that? Like, who's what? I know. <laughs> Her it's buddy, so the warden. <laughs> yeah, it was bonkers. And not only like by the time that their session had wrapped up, mm-hmm. and Lila had gotten into her car. Was he released from Yeah, exactly. he changed his clothes, got all his belongings. When, I mean, it was just such a strange... Um, also, so isn't strange. he a teenager also? They let him just walk out? Like, he doesn't have... No, they would bust. They, at the very least, drop you off at a bus stop. Or, ha- or they would... Re- sign him out. They would release you to a, to a guardian if you're yeah. a teenager. Like, they wouldn't just be like, go walk. 
Good luck. Actually, Go walk, son. That's, actually, yeah. So, I mean, not across the board, but there's not uh, very good methods in place to keep track of juveniles who get released. Do we know that? They just open the door and they let them walk away. That seems really improbable I don't know. I just to know me. that it's an issue because a lot of them don't have guardians or they stay in jail or they just think that they're going to come back or they just think that they're going to disappear especially if they're immigrants Ooh. yeah that'll be a good fact Not check for next uh, week a good, I don't, I don't good know much. but it's also super interesting I think there's just some level of neglect that whole yeah. plot line is interesting between the two of them because when she gets him the job oh god it's just like this was the worst lila episode for me ever. yeah it's pretty bad well you know it's the white savior it's this it's yeah, like literally yeah. the the savior literally, yeah. literally the savior mm-hmm. uh, although i can't remember does she not but also it's like mixed weirdly with her being like horny for him that's yeah, what i mean like... right i don't know if i'm allowed to <laughs> yeah. say it there's also like she's like likes <laughs> likes him likes him yeah, like she's attracted to him in some way. Yeah. All right, let's play our first clip here. I'm going to play some Jason and, and Ty- oh my God, Tyra. No, Jason and Tim in Mexico because <laughs> there were some hilarious moments. Yeah, let's hear it. What are we watching right now, Six? Siempre For the past Iona. week. Siempre Iona Segre. We're watching $10,000. We have in a bag of money. We're in Mexico for a week now. A bag of money, booze. No women, no stories, no memories. Well, guess what, Riggs? You should have thought about all that before you jumped in a truck and came down to Mexico with me. I'm down here for one reason. That's to see a doctor. That this bag is not a bag of memories. It's a bag of $10,000 for said doctor. Okay? So, until I see said doctor, we're not going anywhere in either this money. Yeah, you are. I don't even need that. Riggins, Let's don't go. touch me. Riggins, yeah, do we're not touch out. me. Riggins, stop! We're going out. No regrets. None. Stop! No regrets. I did love that scene. As he kidnapped. I mean, he's all no regrets until karaoke starts, until and then he's Regret City. Right. The mayor of Regret Town. <laughs> Population regret. Also, yeah. were you not, like, shocked because a week has gone by? I know. Yeah, that I was absolutely floored Yes, by. I was thinking it was a few days. It's been a week. Or just even a day. Like, what are we doing here? We're not really yeah. going to wait here for a whole week for this if doctor, I right? Mexico... By myself as an 18-year-old, my parents would track me down. Like, the CIA oh, would be God. banging on my door. Like, and, and Jason specifically parents? has parents like that. It's not, yes. I mean, like, Riggins maybe not so yeah. much, but Jason right. has parents who give, oh, give do shits. we know where he got the $10,000? Nope. That's no, also why I asked. I go, I when did Jay? made a note of that. I said, well, yeah, I said, where, where did, did he get a duffel grand? bag of $10,000? Wait, okay, wait. He was... I mean, I don't, this wouldn't be that much money, but he was employed by the Panthers for a bit because as a coach. So maybe he just ultra saved. Well, let me see his budgeting because it's not the same budgeting that I'm doing. Yeah. I haven't been able to scrape away 10K. I've got like one grand also, saved. <laughs> also, P.S., do you get paid in a duffel bag full of cash? Yeah. Nope. There are a lot of inconsistencies yeah, like, here. Also, yeah, did he go to the bank and pull out? So, like, from his parents' perspective, they know he's gone because Lila said on the phone his parents are worried yeah. sick. Okay. So they know he's gone. Right. One simple call, and they could find out that he's emptied his checking account. Right. By the way, like, there were cell phones. Are called. There <laughs> were cell phones. It's not like there yeah. weren't cell phones. Yeah. It's it's insane. This plot line is, is crazier to me than the murder plot. so honestly. crazy. And it is to also, me. Also, they keep calling it... Uh, 
surgery. But then when he meets with the doctor, it turns out it's, it's a, an, injection. A, an injection. Right. Which yeah. so, it's a shot. Yeah. Stem it's cells. Insane. So I didn't find it weird that the doctor was American, though, because it's clearly an American, like, there are American doctors whose research are not up to standards for it to be published in America, and they'll go conduct their business elsewhere. Yeah, I, I guess I don't think that that's. Um, I get. I guess I got that. Like, oh, the America won't let me do these things that I. But then I also was like, um, is it like where did we learn that it's actually bad? Like, is it because the FDA doesn't approve of it that that makes it bad? Because that's actually true. The FDA is speaking yeah. of shadow governments. Like, it's all in the pocket of. Of, of Obama at that point, right? So, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah thanks, Obama. Her ex you know what I mean? It's totally like, feasible that people. <laughs> it's totally feasible that doctor doctors do and non medical researchers do research outside of the country all the damn right. time because there's tax cuts for whatever reason. I legitimately thought it like it. it this wasn't some like. Um, like I went to I went to Mexico and got a nose job. Like do you know what I mean? When you watch botched, when you watch botched, how many yes, of them went yes. to Tijuana and and got like a crazy yes. botched, you know, plastic surgery? This was there was just well, people would go over the border for their prescription drugs too. I mean, I I had to buy drugs from not America in order to have a milk supply to feed my daughter because uh, so I guess there's part yeah. of me that was like I recognize that that's a real. Thing, that the FDA yeah. doesn't approve something that might actually be valuable for someone. I think what made it sketchy is that multiple times they were asking what it was that was rejected and he wouldn't answer the question. He was just like, ah, oh, they're just a bunch of mugs or whatever. Right. You know, so like the guy was sketchy, I think, less so than the concept somehow. Yeah, I just like that like that's where Riggins draws the line. I know. I was like, wow. So this is where his boundary is. Also, is it going to kill him? Like what is, is he, is he like, um, the thing he's so offended by is that it's not going to work and his friend is going to be disappointed. Right. It's not that he actually thinks he's worried about some sort of wonky injection in his spine and like something killing him. I mean, which like his body, so like his body, 100%, from the medical standpoint, yes. but I do know my shit. <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> from a medical standpoint, there's no way that his body, even if he was doing a legit onboard stem cell right. therapy, something that his body would be able to receive that without like major immunosuppressants or like a whole host of other medications that would allow his body to like work with stem cells. From right. Another. I mean, I like, it's just bonkers that they would, but he wouldn't die. That's what I mean. I a hundred percent get that it's not going to work. I a hundred percent get that it's not going to work, but I don't know yeah. that I, that I ever got like a sense of like, it's going to kill him or something. It felt to be like yeah. the, the bridge too far for Riggins was that his friend who was going to be really disappointed. <laughs> Cause when he watched him yeah. sing that song, he was like, he was like, oh, wow, he, he really, really wants to walk again. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't realize it. And now I realize it and I need to stop like, it because he's going to be sad. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he's yeah. going to die, but I guess he, he did say, Lila, it's dangerous. He's going to be dead on the table or but something. But then at that point, I was like screaming at my TV too because, you know, he's like, I'm legitimately worried that he's going to die. And I'm like, call his parents. I know. Why call Lila? Not his. Fr- if you think that this young boy's life is in fucking danger, yeah. 
call his parents to intervene immediately. I don't know, but so that this child but as viewers, we don't want to see his parents in Mexico. We want to see Lila. Like that's also, the only reason. Like, I'd rather that than see a teenager die in Mexico. But also, no, like, you know hear I mean? me like, out. They want we want Lila yes. in Mexico. We don't yeah, want. Yeah, hear me parents. out. Also, Lila, as we have learned, direct line to God. So if True. anyone can stop She's him from dying. <laughs> She's got the hookup. She's saving teenage boys left and right this episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe. This episode when she got baptized in the river. If there is anything closer to God than that, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I loved when (laughs) Tim said this to the jail person. Cheers. Go Cowboys. Cheers. Go Cowboys. (laughs) Go Cowboys. No memories. (laughs) I mean, he like doesn't give a Mm. shit. I know. That's why I'm a little bit annoyed that he gives a shit. It's like, stop, keep not giving a shit. I guess you're supposed to be like, wow, this must be really serious if Riggins cares about it. Right. You know, know, there's a part of me. I was thinking about this today while I was shoveling snow (laughs) uh, for so, so long. (laughs) But I just... I, he, it seems like he gets serious about stuff when Lila's involved and that he's conflating. Like, I don't know how much of him really was believing what he was saying on the phone or that there's a small part of him that was like, I could get Lila down here. No. And like the same thing with the church stuff last episode. He's like struggling. I think that he goes all in if Lila's involved. I, and that's I, the only times we've ever seen him give a shit about anything is when let she's me involved. Just say, but I don't think it, he's like... I could get Lila down here if I like. I don't mean in a calculated way. Except like, let I just I, mean that there's a part of him that wants. You that. know, when yeah, they but, show the like previously on. Yeah. The previously yeah. on was the scene where he tried to kiss her, and he was like, "I could be closer to God with you, or whatever." Right. So do you know what I mean? Like they clearly thought that moment had an implication in this episode. And once she gets down there, all he does is try to get them to like party together. And she's like, this is serious. Tim. No, I know. I, I, I'm just saying that I don't think that's his motivation. I do think it's oh, Lila's always kind of tied up in his, his like seriousness, but I don't think that he's yeah. like, well, Lila, I could get Lila to Mexico. If I, I tell think her, Lila is tied up in his idea of goodness. Yes. And he's, sure. and he yeah. doesn't give a shit about anything, but all of a sudden he realizes there's a, a good or a right thing to do here and yeah. lila is very much representative like of that to him i think it's that i, th- I, can I definitely that. I like think that. like yeah and i think right that's why like her being i think that's why they show the scene in the previously on where he says that to her yeah. like yeah. you make me feel like i could believe in god or whatever it is that he says right he says it worse than that he says <laughs> i guess i just feel closer when to that- god if i'm with you or something oh, yeah it's yes. pretty bad Okay, and then tries to. Point and then he's like, yes. "What kind of panties? <laughs> what kind of panties are you wearing, Jesus? <laughs> Ooh, Jesus panties. <laughs> what? Yeah, what are Jesus panties? Just the cotton white ones you get in a Paris. <laughs> the Hanes, um, the hipsters, the classic Hanes hipsters. That that's what I wear. Um, I love seeing Tyra at the Clark's house. That was, was cute. really cute. Do you guys Before find the bomb drop. Do you guys find her name being Tyra to be super distracting? I do not know why. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I I bet I used to, but it doesn't I've seen the show enough times where it doesn't bother me, but when I think about it, yeah, it's a funky yeah, name. It doesn't it's really a funky name. add up. <laughs> really so are she in, Yeah, I've never met another. Are no. she and Landry together? Do they Right now, they're like about as coupley as as they could get. As I gets. was kind of like I loved that scene because it just made me happy, and I love them. But like 
the fact that she would go to dinner with his family felt a little off character too, because I don't know when she was friends with Julie, she loved hanging out at their house. Well, she loves like, family. She loves a stable house. That's not someone that is in love with her. She, the bitch loves. She loves. I just say she doesn't have it, and so to see like a happy family is a big no, deal. Yeah, for exactly. Because I for think sure. I think for her motivation is more the stability than like I want to meet the parents because I think Landry's yeah. like this is my girlfriend and I'm in love with her and Tyra's like I have emotions for Landry but I'm he's not my boyfriend so that's why yes. yeah yeah and then she's like. This is my midriff. Welcome and then he's to my like, midriff. and then he's like, goo, 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 goo. <laughs> it's so flat and toned. Oh, what am I going to so, do? So, and tan, don't forget, it's toned and tan. <laughs> toned and tan. All of the scenes in this episode of the parent teaching driving gave me PTSD. <laughs> Indescribe, yes, PTSD out the wazoo. Yes, but I love that it was her dad because my my dad taught me because my mom and I were like, we this will not work. <laughs> you teach Same, me to drive. except that my mom still taught me. Oh. <laughs> I still remember being in a you know you know how you didn't grasp the concept of like an intersection. And so, like, someone's coming and you went too far. Or you're, like, you're supposed to turn, but you haven't gone. You didn't grasp the concept of an intersection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you... That wasn't a phase for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you... I struggled with speeding up to change lanes. Okay. Well, we all had our things. That boggled my mind. Um, Did you, like, notice when um, when Tammy is teaching her to park in the park? You know, they're, like, in a parking lot, and she's, like, trying to get her to go. That they were in the backwards slants. They're in the wrong... Everything about it is yeah. wrong, and it's, like... It was so... It was... It made me um, anxious. I was, like, you're all... And then they yeah. both chose to have, like, kind of serious talk. You know? Like, let's yeah. talk about this boy. Let's talk about how you're treating your mother. I'm, like, <laughs> let's focus on the road. Let's keep your eyes on the road. Let's stop the car. Wait, Monica, what was your driving story? Oh, no. I just remember being... You know, like the light's green but like you've and you've pulled up and you're supposed to turn left and you yield but then it's turning red so you don't know what to do like yeah, when you're yeah. like you first learning <laughs> yeah. how to drive and i like just went out in the intersection and just stopped and my mom goes what are you doing <laughs> that's always that's the always indecision that yes is the right totally paused the decisive indecision the like i have stopped yeah <laughs> yeah i have i have stopped, stopped. <laughs> Oh, but God. I loved I loved how yeah, excited they were when Eric came home. That was a cute moment. Yeah, that was yeah. cute. And I liked his little honk from the driveway. Yes, that was sweet. And then I loved um and why how is Buddy here? Hashtag Tammy time. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> why is Buddy? I was like, that's that's our new drinking game. <laughs> Anytime Tammy's like, why the hell is Buddy here? I know. And then like the whole time as she was walking, she's like, don't forget, he just got home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't keep him too. Long. Yeah, this was definitely Buddy at inopportune moments. An episode of like Buddy butting in, Buddy butting in. Yeah, <laughs> Buddy butting in. I love that. That's pretty much his his, his role. So the Swede is really sweaty again. Uh, yes. Okay. This actually trying trying to find the good in this episode is is hard. <laughs> I did like her going and him forgetting. I mean, that is just something we've all. I did too. Experience where you just, you're like, oh, and then you try to play it off like, oh yeah, I just like, you know, I didn't get, get dressed up and think we were going on this date or whatever. And, and then that moment of her just looking around and reality hitting her, I thought yeah. was really good. That was a good scene. I feel like yes. that's like such a like teenager, like teenagers go through that where you're like, 
you can't get out of the loop you're in, even though you want to be your normal self in a weird way, but you Mm -hmm. can't like, and all of a sudden you watch Julie go, oh shit. Like I can get out of this loop that I'm in. I don't have to just be mad at my mom and do this rebels. I can like, I, this is not me, you know? And also you saw like the echo of Tammy's story and her honesty. And you saw Julie just go, I can listen to my mom and, and learn something in this moment, even though I'm a teenager and I can't stop hating her. Yeah. I can appreciate. I loved, I loved that. That. Yeah. I I agree. I thought it was the strongest part of the episode. And it was the part for me that spoke the most to what they did. So right in season one is that subtle storytelling Mm -hmm. of the camera, just being her eyes for like a minute in that POV. And instead of like, bashing us over the head with it that they went back to some a little more subtle storytelling which is usually when they're at their strongest and going back also to like letting julie be julie for a second instead of being like a teenager trapped in her hormones and her rebellion it was like really nice to see she's still in there yes yeah the still pretty annoying and bratty Julie of season one came out uh, out of the really annoying just like I cannot even see her on screen season two like it's like yeah yes yeah. just like the the less and I just love the version. like all of us as much as we can relate with getting stuck in your uh puberty essentially <laughs> that's why teenagers are so mad mm-hmm. we like don't understand what's happening hormones. it's <laughs> literally so hormones. Can't get out of it either yeah, yeah. Um, but it was also refreshing to see a moment that we're all also familiar with the moment you realize that like the guy you're hanging out with is a piece of trash and just like looking around their apartment and just being like, this is not what I want. And just like the way that that camera moved into all those scenes just reminded me of like plenty of men. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but just like plenty of moments for me where. Like, that's exactly what the house looked like. Although not everybody who has a bong on their table is a bum. Okay. Right. I was a little personally when offended by that in, one. Like, this is bad. But his bong was this pretty is dirty. Bad. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. And the can, the box of beers on the front door, that would have done it for me too. Yes. It's so. bad for her. Gross. It's definitely bad for her. Yeah. I also, she's 15. I also know that like when a baby is born, the other siblings there's a, something that happens, but she's a teenager. Like, I just think like yeah, yeah. the way she, the, it's so inconsistent with, with how she loves her family to be so shitty about the baby. But you know, also her dad has left. I kind of agree. Also her dad has right. left, but I also just think like, it's just a bummer because I feel like Julie is the kid that steps up. And I can say as someone who was like a real goody fucking two shoes in high school, because I was, <laughs> I just, even, even in my moments of like teenage hormonal rage, I would never have like, not, I just, I don't know. It just, it just was like, why is she being so inconsistent with everything we know about her? Yeah. I'm kind of with you on the baby thing. I think that her, all of her other rebellion tracks for me, but I have a hard time getting my head around the way that she treats the baby because I was not a goody two shoe and I was a brat like Julie. But if there was a baby at the house, I would have helped. I yeah. think were, it may have taken some wrangling, right. but I would not have yeah. been like Julie. Or you would at least just like be interested but... in the fact that there's a baby. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's yeah. like be interested. Like she calls it an it. Yes. No, I, uh, and she says to Tammy, your baby, your baby. I agree. I think they could have done that better because I do think it tracks that she 
you know, this is the symbol of the thing that is tearing your family apart kind of, and whatever, it's not fair, but, but yeah, the fact that it's so extreme is not, I don't think. I mean, she's had nine months to adjust to the fact that a baby is coming. It's not like, I don't know that, that level of weird jealousy is very common in siblings who are when the, when the older child is also little, is also like a a little guy. But yeah. yeah, I know it's a, it's strange. Everything is strange. But I mean, I also, I, I don't know. I guess I don't really know what I would do, yeah. but it, it kind of weird. reminded me when you said that, because there was one in Mad Men, I used to think this kind of happens in Mad Men when Sally freaks out and hates the baby and like won't go in the room and she's like scared of it almost. And I, and I thought the same, I was just like, this is just so weird. It it ended up being a really interesting plotline in Mad Men because the same, the her grandpa died like in the house that they live in. And then like three days later, her mom went into labor. So like she lost her grandpa Mm. and then like a baby appeared in the house and they named the baby after the grandpa. So she was having a really hard time with like object permanence and like understanding where one person went and how one new one came. And she was like scared of the baby. Anyways, I thought they, it it actually ended up, I was like, that would be really freaky if you were like eight. Also eight, but I'm, this doesn't apply to Julie. Yeah. Yeah, Cause she is, 15 15. and should at least understand that like and maybe tammy's not being frank enough with her that sometimes i think that tammy could let her in more of like her struggles and maybe julie would empathize more if her mom was a little bit more like i'm having a hard time this is hard for me now you're getting gilmore girls on me carly (laughs) (laughs) but like she could at least shared with julie that she's struggling i feel like she's done that a little bit and and i think that's i i I do agree that would help but i get that that's tough for a mom to do you know being a mother myself um as as we are all (laughs) (laughs) i'm mother to this 70 pound animal sitting next to me but i also didn't i didn't catch this but at at the beginning um when she's talking to tammy when she leaves the room she says i hate you i know yeah that was crazy i don't know that was like the big you didn't say that that was worse than yeah. cursing in my house yeah, for sure you know what we didn't talk about really quickly is buddy giving santiago a job and yeah. i am curious do we know that the like i feel like the motivation for that is like I'm going to be a great dad and Lila's going to love me because I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, okay. For sure. He's doing it for Lila. Lila for sure. is way too excited. You don't even know this guy. Ew, yes. Weird. The way she hugs him. You're excited that you did something good. You're not excited for Santiago. You don't even know him yet. Yeah. It's all yes, very I, liked, I was on her yeah. mom's side when she was like, you don't even know him. And her mom was like, neither do you. Right. <laughs> I know she's. And that was silly. And it frustrated me because she was like, when she's talking to Buddy, she's like, he had a job last year washing dishes. And she kind of whispers to Buddy. She's like, well, at least it shows he's responsible. And I'm like, does it? How did he get that job? How did he lose that job? Like, that doesn't, just because he once washed dishes at a restaurant doesn't imply responsibility. But it does, like, the implication there for me is, like, there's been relationship development between her and Santiago that we have missed, right? Like, what are they talking on the... F- I don't know. Like, why does know, she know there's that? A, there's a weird time lapse they of just him getting out of jail. It. Well, there's Five a whole week. she shows up. 
there's a yeah. whole week in Mexico yeah. we've been hanging out. So clearly True. she's been hanging out with Santiago during For that a week. time. Clearly, because yeah. there's like stuff that she knows about. She's like, well, he had this job and she's looking at him and he's like, yeah, like this is shit that he's like told. Yeah. Her. So weird. It's very, very weird and very white savory. And it gets worse before it gets <laughs> Yep, All those things are correct. <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to the Tim call to Lila before we wrap it up. And we hear that giant uh, toll song kind of again. Experiment where they're, they're injecting with shark blood and it's supposed to make them walk. And <laughs> <laughs> are you drunk? Hearing no, it out of Tim's I'm mouth makes it maybe, better. Maybe I'm not explaining this very well, but I don't know. All this medical stuff is just over my head. You know, Jason's parents are worried sick. Yeah, well, I am too. Yeah, he might actually go through with this. So what am I supposed to do? Come down here. Help me. Help me talk him out of it. Come to Mexico? You got your mind. What keeps me tied to the corner of the room? What keeps me tied? for anything from you and I'm asking you to come down here and help me help Jay. He's not listening to me. Not listening to me. Nor have I told him any of this. <laughs> Nor have I tried at all. <laughs> all. All I've tried to get him to do is exactly what we're doing that I know. It's just like... Just to make <laughs> memories. And in front of the doctor, Tim asked like maybe one additional question right. to what Jason had discussed with right. him. It's all insane. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. I've noticed last episode and this episode, we just like haven't played that many clips because there's just not a lot to play. <laughs> it's not a lot of it's good. It's not a lot right that now. we want to put in our brains again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Earlier on, I was like, I'm, I kind of, because Tara, my, my expectations were set already so low for season two that the yeah. first two episodes, <laughs> I was kind of already, I was kind of like pleasantly surprised. I was like, wait, I kind of love this. Same. And now this past episode and this one, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is why. Well, yeah. I had a moment. That's been my exact trajectory. Yes. <laughs> I had a moment at the end of it where I was like, "Oh, I'm, like nothing really happened to this episode. We're not going to have much to talk about." Like right when it ended, and then I started really thinking about it. I was like, "Actually, <laughs> a ton happened. It just feels like nothing happened." I mean, if you think yeah. about it, like this is like plot wise, you know, Coach comes home. Jason and they go to Mexico to do a, you know what I mean? Oh, and then like they, they discover Kevin T. Porter Landry killed a guy. They discover the body. Like yes. a lot yeah. of stuff happens. It just happens. It's just like, because this show, like you were saying, is so good in its small moments in it's like understated. And it's like I, I, the, the smallness of this show is what makes it so great that these huge mm-hmm. things don't, play they just don't play they don't fit they don't fit on this show and so at the end of it I was like oh shit a ton of real like three huge Julie breaks up with the boyfriend like so many huge things happen that it was just mind-blowing to be like I literally was like we're not going to have much to talk about. This was a really slow, sleepy I thought, episode. I was so surprised I didn't have very many notes same. for the exact same reason. And I think it's just, I mean, that's a classic trope, I feel like, is writers relying on major plot changes to get them through a bumpy 
time when in reality we know on this show mm-hmm. and many others episodes where so much less happens but so much more that's right. is told that's right to us Wait, Carly, by the episode they become so much more much more <laughs> leslie nope in court talking about when she got together with yep. ben good job <laughs> Um, but yeah, like think about in season one, the episode when that coach says something racist to the reporters and the whole episode is basically smash questioning his role in the black community within himself, like internally. And that's kind of it, but that's like a packed and powerful episode. But like on paper, that's all that happens where on paper for an episode like this, it's like, oh, my God, they go to Mexico and then right. Lila picks this guy up from jail and like all this crazy stuff. But it feels like nothing because the substance isn't. Yes. There. I mean, no, and think about so our all of our like agreed upon one of our favorite moments is Julie realizing she made a mistake. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Just this, it's a small <laughs> yeah. moment, but it also all it's it's also like, oh, we're finally getting Julie back. Because this whole yeah. season, yeah. we've missed the Julie that we know. And all the characters. And, and we're, we're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing that we hold on to. And I, I think, Tara, when you said, like, so much happens, but you feel like nothing does, it's like it's like when the opposite is true, that's when it's so good. It's like The Crown, where I'm like, that episode was about yeah. like one like, thing, I don't mean, but I loved every second of it. And so it's yeah it's the opposite of that right now and it's just feeling really cheap Mm -hmm. and it's and i think that 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 scene with julie also reminds us and gets at the heart of what makes the show great which are those moments where people who care about one another are affecting each other's lives and decisions that's right tammy's very honest talk like she just talked about her own experience Mm -hmm. and shared that with julie and that affected julie and like yeah. yeah. And that affected Julie's decision-making in a way that we were only shown, yeah. not told. And that was the s- s- most subtle part of the episode. And it was the most standout as representative of the regular Friday Night Lights tone. Yeah. That's why this season blows chunks. That's IBDB.com. <laughs> Friday Night Lights season two blows chunks. <laughs> Official rating. <laughs> All right. We have any strays before we rate? I had one. Um, I loved Lorraine explaining football to Car- Carlota in the oh, stands. <laughs> that did kind of crack cute. me up. It mostly just cracked me up because it's a moment when like there's just music and uh, like just panning around the stadium. But they were like, no, we want this line. Mic her up. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mike, it was important enough to like <laughs> dim the volume of the music and like get that yeah, line in. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was cute. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything other than that. My note for Jason's karaoke scene. Other, I already expressed my opinion on it, but I just wrote Jason doing karaoke is V sad. LOL. <laughs> oh, it's just, I'm going to walk up. I'm gonna, I, that was in my head, like for hours on end after watching this. It was just, it's somehow worse. Super than drunk karaoke. La Cucaracha, which is already an obnoxious song. Right. I mean, how obnoxious to go to Mexico and sing La Cucaracha. <laughs> it's so they also were awful. Like, awful. Telling everyone, go Cowboys. Also, I love that Jason like made no attempt to speak in any Spanish with the... Uh, or like, they just didn't address it right. at all. But the front desk lady at the hospital. No, just like 
assumes that everyone can speak English too. They just walk in and start talking English. But also, like, let's drive to Mexico where there's a doctor who's on vacation. I didn't call first or anything. I mean, it's just the whole thing was just so, like, I can't, I just, it's just so writery. It's so, like, yeah, yes. I, someone wrote me, you know, and it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. And that's a hard place for an actor You're to totally be. You're totally pulled out of the story yeah. by the bad writing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moves, 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 writing moves instead of people. Yes. Moves, moves. All righty. Well, shall we rate? Let's do it. I apologize in advance for what my rating might end up being. <laughs> this is going to be my lowest rating. I know. Ever. We should go first. I can go okay. first. So I obviously have issues with this episode, (laughs) but it's not just this episode. These are plots that they've been building, and it's not really anything new that they're annoying and obnoxious. Uh, It's just frustrating that we're still stuck in them. So it's not really the episode's fault. It's the writers from episodes ago (laughs) who started these threads. (laughs) But Either way, there were some good tidbits. I do think still, like last episode, that Buddy's storyline is still tracking for me right now. Um, And I really enjoyed the Tammy moments with Julie and that uh, POV storytelling uh, with Julie and her changing her mind and actually making a, like, decision based off of something that Tammy said that resonated. Mm -hmm. That felt very Friday Night Lights to me. The rest of it, Mexico, tough to watch. Riggins looked great, though, mm. throughout, mm. so I'll give him all all the credit. And I did laugh out loud at, um, at his banter. Yeah. I did, too. I laughed out loud at a number of things, including La Cucaracha. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I don't love where Tyra and Landry are at. We didn't even get any really funny Landry moments that, like, make their storyline more bearable. <laughs> But in Lila with the jail boy is I, I hate it almost as much as Mexico. So I'm going to give this episode a five out of ten wow. Julie's PSAs mm. from Allstate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, it is a sad day. When buddy, it when is. the tracking of Buddy's character is one of the things that bumps up your score, <laughs> the standout. <laughs> I'm gonna say this for me. Can I go next, please? Yes, please. The things that that give it any kind of a score for me are um, just the arrival of Santiago as a character in this show it is very needed in some ways, even though yep. they're they're not necessarily going to handle him very well um <laughs> still less <laughs> well he's a stereotype you know but i it maybe he, maybe he'll have a little more depth than that but like you know there's just the you know i hate the whole jesus saves jail idea you know that's like yeah. jesus <laughs> i would like a bumper sticker of that immediately <laughs> jesus saves jail That'll be our first merch item y'all tx forever jesus saves jail <laughs> Jesus saves jail. Hashtag Yeah. Hashtag IBDB. But I will say, like, I hate the Mexico storyline. I I also hate like that. What I 
like even not a hundred percent remembering everything that happens in the show, I'm pretty sure it's going to have almost no impact on the show. Like I, he's not yeah. going to get the thing he, they're going to go back home. So like within a season that the entire show is going to pretend didn't happen. There are moments that are, we're going to just keep pretending didn't happen right inside the show, which is just really disappointing. (laughs) I sort of hate, I hate coach Taylor giving up his dream job a a bit. I know. Um, Yeah. We didn't get into that, but yeah, he walked out on a professional college coaching. It's just, it's just not done. I mean, listen, aside from the fact that I truly don't think he leaves his family behind, I believe his family goes with him, but especially when you have a brand new delicious baby, by the way, that baby is points for me, (laughs) that baby's points for me, the scene where she's laying around with the baby, the scene where they're in bed, the two of them with the baby, like, and that was so, it's really like, listen, all y'all youngies out there who don't have babies and uh, yet, or so far or whatever, ever like those were really truthful feeling moments. Um, him leaving, like, it's one thing if he's going to go and they're going to join him later. I don't know. But I also like (laughs) my family moved halfway through my 10th grade year from one town to another. And it, it, you just, you're, Kids don't get to. That's like the same age. They don't get to make the decision. Kids don't make those decisions. And this is a career. It's just weird. It's just weird. That part's weird for me. I mean, I want him to be home with his family, but I, I want his family to go join him. I don't know. So that one for me, I don't like, what do I like? I like the introduction of a Santiago character. I like that delicious baby. Do I hate everything else? (laughs) I might hate everything else. It's okay. okay. I, 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 and then there's just my love of these actors and these people that is just, you know, and my knowledge that hashtag it gets better. Um, (laughs) Hashtag it gets less white. You know, like it is, it is truly going to, there is keep watching. If you're not, if you've never seen it before, I promise you this is, they they made a weird, they they just, they tried to make a soap opera out of season two Yeah, and it's not a soap opera. It is a character driven, relationship driven, driven, uh, beautiful show and it will get beautiful again and it will get really beautiful and it will stay beautiful till the end. And so I can't give this episode points for that, but because, but the show is a 10 even with season two, this episode for me is like sort of barely hanging on to a three. (laughs) Like it's about as bad as it gets. And like, it it, it is, it is even like among these storylines in the second season, it's it's kind of of like, this is one of the worst. At least when Landry bashes in a head and they throw him in the river, (laughs) you are going like this. What? Right. You know, exciting. (laughs) Whereas like this, this was so boring. And I, and it left you feel like nothing happened, even though like four major things happened. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I mean, I feel like if, if it like, maybe this show can't go below a three, but this is a three. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But don't worry, okay, y'all. What, what items would you take from, from our episode? Right. That three out of ten. Three out of ten delicious alien babies. Yes. yes. <laughs> Love it. Or they have three out some of, sweet moments. We haven't. Three out of ten dirty ass bongs. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Dirty sweet bongs. Dirty sweet bongs. Um, yeah, I can't. Ten gallons of sweet sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't say it better than y'all. Y'all nailed it. And I agree with everything. And yeah, I don't know if this is a phrase yet, but it just felt plot pointless. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I like but it. guys, there is a Friday night lights at the end of the tunnel. So I love it. I am just gonna <laughs> echo all of y'all. That was beautiful, Monica. Um, sayings. Thank you. And I'm gonna give this a five out of ten. Wow. Because it's Friday night lights. I just gotta give it I a I just five. feel like what you guys are saying is that it can never go below a five. Because I think so. Yes. Yeah. I think the lowest I've given is a five or a five point five. Yeah. Yeah. So five that out of season, ten. I would go below a five if like the cinematography and like also the production took a giant you know tank what? as well. For yeah. me, I was very annoyed at least three times by the music underneath the dialogue. And I don't because mm-hmm. it was very yeah. much a, a device that works in that show and does not work in this yeah. season. Like yet mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. the thing that makes you love the show is not working in this season because this season yeah, isn't so working. Exactly. I think if you're not emotionally worked up during a moment where the music is like that, it's going to bother mm-hmm. you because you're not fully in the moment. So you're going to be like, why is this music so loud? It's not Versus earned. if you're like yeah. crying, it's not earned. looking it's at not this. placed well. Yeah, yeah. but I, it's still Friday Night Lights. There are still things that I liked that we've talked about. So five out of 10 mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't have me Love back it. in a later season, I will find you and destroy you both. <laughs> She's going to bash our heads in with a lead <laughs> right, pipe. Our to the I'm going to throw you in the river. <laughs> I'll throw you in the river. <laughs> you know where we live now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, we will definitely have you back for season three. This was awesome. Yes. Thank um, you so much for having me. It was so fun. Season two guests must be blessed with a later episode. Yes, well. We, we, we really earned it. it. Yes, we earned it. <laughs> Tara, where can people find you? Do you want to, you know, share anything you're working on? Or I mean, it's a weird time, but it's, it's a weird time. You know, right you now, right now it's all closed. But when when live theater comes back, I perform, do musical improv at UCB regularly. I teach musical improv at Love UCB. It. Oh my gosh. Um, and there, you know, I I do think it's coming back. I think maybe even oh please this summer. Um, yeah. Yeah. So other than that, like, that's where you'll find me eventually. I'm it's Tara Copeland actor.com. If you need to get in touch with me, you can email me from there. I'm on Twitter. I don't use it. I'm on Instagram. It's mostly my kid. If you, if you are, I've, I've never, I didn't know so many people were triggered by loose teeth. People are very triggered. Wait, what do you mean? My, my daughter people freaked out. Uh, yeah. Cause my daughter, her first loose tooth got to the point where she oh. could put her tongue on it and it would bend all yeah. the way oh, yeah. to horizontal. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the face. People were very triggered by that photo. And then it went like every human in the world has been there. I know people hate it. And I have to tell you, I took Not her recently, to her but... seven year checkup cause she's about to turn seven. And the doctor was like, you know, to, you know, heartbeat. And they, they took her blood pressure that starts Whoa. at seven apparently, which wow. I had no idea. And then the doctor <laughs> yeah, was like, take your mask down just so she could look in her mouth. And she put, and so the second tooth was that loose. This was three days ago. And she, my daughter pushed the tooth and her pediatrician was like, no, 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 I'm not a mouth. I, oh I'm not a gosh. mouth person. She said, I'd much rather look at your butt than your mouth. <laughs> it Ew, was so funny. Also, I would not. <laughs> You're a doctor. Meanwhile, that wow. tooth fell out the next day. It was so loose. I was going to say, yeah. usually when mine would get that way, I don't think that he was grossed out by it, but my dad would just be like, yeah, come here, let me. She won't let I'm me. pulling it out. <laughs> That's too much. She won't <laughs> let me. My dad pulled my teeth without my consent. And I just, you, I have to say like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Consent well, for her body is a really, really big deal for me. Yes, and my dad, listen, 
my dad just, just recently passed away. And it's one of my favorite memories that he did that for me. Like I, you know what I mean? Like it was not a trauma on me at all, but he would do that. He would be like, let me just see how loose it is. And then he'd pull it out. (laughs) And I've told her that (laughs) I have told her that. And so she knows that's possible. Mm. And I, but I always say to her, like, I will never, it is your body. I will never do something without your consent. Like it's, I would never do it, but I also have spent a lot of time begging her, please let me pull it, please. And she would not do it. Speaking of parents being weird about teeth, I've recently, very recently found out that my mom kept all of our teeth. I have two teeth in my nightstand right now. Tara, I know. But your kid's still young. We are all in our 20s and almost 30s. My sister's 30. She has three of her own children. My mom still has her But it's just interesting. Like, at what point in those years does she, like, throw them in the trash? Well, that's exactly how it came up. You (laughs) sprinkle them on a field. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like ashes. Treat them the exact same as human remains. I will say this. I am am 40 and my brother is 40 and my dad still had teeth in his in his nightstand and his dresser drawer well apparently so okay i I feel like that might be (laughs) do your parents still have your teeth let us know yes please i don't ask them (laughs) ask them if they have your teeth surprised but also there's like a little there there might be some neglect in cleaning out of a drawer involved in that too not so she had them in her jewelry box (laughs) Are just so, which is greaser. just like loose or are they in envelopes or they're no they're in like a ziploc baggie that's three decades old listen you never know i found it probably you never know she literally comes out of her room she goes guys what do you think i should i mean she knows that it, she was laughing but she was like what should i do with these y'all want your teeth back we were like what the fuck? you never know when you're gonna need that dna you might That's need true. it. You might need it. Mm, you you ever throw a body over a exactly. bridge? I can well, say, as someone who has a, a very small piece of... Um, I thought you say, as, as someone that has a very small penis. No, a very um, small piece of umbilical cord <laughs> in a little envelope that you just... Oh, yeah. There just are moments, the things like that, you just don't yeah. exactly you don't know, know how to, to throw them in the trash. You don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I do empathize with that. I There are definitely... <laughs> I have a lot of... This actually is one of yeah. them. A nurse's daughter made these for me when I was in the hospital. I don't ever want to throw them away. Yeah. Y'all, let's take a photo because we didn't at the beginning and I don't want to forget. Do you want my, do you want my, okay. do you want this on? on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you taking it or, or am I? Oh, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm just it. smiling like an asshole. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay. I usually take it. I no, don't know why I got that. One, two, three. <laughs> the best part is you know there's a filter that can put one of these on your head in Zoom. Oh right. Oh, I haven't messed with the Zoom filters. I'm too afraid of becoming a viral cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one that will That was put... one of my favorite things to happen this year that was so great. far. That might be my favorite thing. In it was world. amazing. <laughs> Where are you? Here she is. Here she is. I seem to be a cat. Oh, um, double oh. unicorn. <laughs> so I work for a school district, and apparently we have like a massive uh, issue with all of the students using doing these Zoom filters all the time. Oh, I'm sure we've had to like ban them from the classroom. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. I'll let everyone get back to our Sunday evening. Yes. Thanks gotta, for ten forty. Starting late for me. Of course. 
Yeah, no this problem. Was so fun. That's I was fun. like, thanks for being flat. I don't have energy, whatever. But this was this was a great episode. You got to invite me back yeah. for a Michael B. Jordan episode because I yes. could Honey, talk forever about that man. We will have you back I for three and four. Things to say about Michael B. Jordan that are not safe for him. I have feelings to feel about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna think about. Well, maybe I'll watch a Michael B. Jordan movie before maybe I go. You will. Little, little Black Panther and have mm-hmm. sweet, sweet dreams yeah, all of his movies are a little intense they yeah are. i think there's a rom-com in there you could find also you can follow us at tx forever pod and you can join our facebook group uh friday night lights colon panther pride and yeah we will be in your ears next friday as well carly will you s- also we have a really exciting surprise we for do you at guys the end of this next month. week yeah next week i guess it'll no, be next week <laughs> yeah by this time yeah so stay tuned it has to do with Meghan Markle, kind of. <laughs> Few degrees removed. All right, Carly, will you send us off? All righty, clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't, Can't lose. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire. Town.